Mickey Kassab busted is a short film. It's one minute and 14 seconds. He is the writer. He's the producer. He is the star. Really interesting, fun movie. Uh, was it always designed to be a minute film, Mickey? Yeah, it was designed to be, you know, really short, really smacky with all the information kind of thing, but still have a story arc and something that was interesting to the audience and not just like a, you know, random one minute scene. Um, I've had some practice with it because I've also done, you know, like, what web series on my Instagram where it they were all one minute episodes. Okay. Uh, so I had some kind of previous experience writing that type of style. No, it's a good, it's a good, like though, I, I think my film teacher said the first day of my film class, he said, if you can't make a one minute film engaging, then you have no business making a two minute film, a 10 minute film. So he said, it's the hardest film to make. Cause it's like, you got it. You actually, you have strong themes in your film too, right? Has to have a beginning, middle and end in just one, just 60 seconds. Right. Yeah. 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 You have to be, it, it makes you really, it's a good practice. It makes you very smart in how you, set things up so you can tell the audience things in different ways. So they're getting a lot of information without realizing they're getting a lot of information. hundred percent. So it's also a film about like different, like languages and miscommunications of culture and like understandings like us, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, I'm Syrian American. So, um, you know, my parents are from Syria and so I speak Arabic. Um, and it's one of those things that, you know, like people don't realize that language is everywhere, but it also, they, I think a lot of times there's this misconception that if we mix different languages in TV more than we are, that it's going to distract from the show or something like that. And so yeah. I want to really just put something out there. It's like you could see on TV today and, you know, it would you didn't weren't distracted at all and you could follow the story along and still have a great time, and you know, watching it. Because, yeah, you make me bring up a good point because uh, a lot of my most of my in-laws are and my wife is from Montreal and I'm from Ontario. So we they speak like they can they can come in and out of French and English. And they can speak yeah. languages at the same time. Right. Yeah. It's one of those things that like, you know, I think people would be surprised that, you know, the majority of people in the United States speak more than one language. We just all, you know, on TV act like English is the only language we all can speak um so it's it's very common. i don't know if the majority of americans i mean i yeah. between span i mean and i mean i'm in la Spanish, I guess. So, so it's i guess it's different but i mean yeah. you know i grew up la i grew up in yeah know, 100%. also yeah. so i most of the people i know all speak yeah. either you know some form of another language yeah i guess in like there's a, there's this middle ground in america where most people speak english i guess right 100 yeah and but i don't think it you know, there's language in TV now. I don't think they it's a thing where they won't watch or they won't enjoy it. Or, you know, I think it's, you know, I wanted to put something out there. I think what I made, anybody, no matter where you are, whether you speak another language or not, will enjoy this and, and you know, have a good time with it. Let, let me ask you a question because I'm it's an audio podcast. So, but you, you, you can, you, you don't come across as just like, I hope this isn't offensive at all, but you don't come across as Arabic. So, meaning that. Yeah. That, or have you ever come across where like people are speaking Arabic, but they're assuming you don't understand the language? And then um, not a little bit, yeah. a little bit, not not too much. Um, you know, it's it's not something that, you know, you come across a lot for, you know, at least I've come across a lot um, in terms of Arabic. I have had people, you know speaking other languages that I couldn't understand, but I could tell that they, you know, obviously were talking about me kind of thing, or somebody else said, Hey, they were saying this about you kind of thing like that. Yeah. Um, you know, but in 
in terms of Arabic, I I haven't come across that. Um, there's a lot of different dialects of Arabic, though. It just depends on what part of the world you're from. Um, so, but yeah, it's that's that's not something that me specifically I've yeah. come across. No, because it comes in your film, right? Where like there's like a moment where they are the the person that you're interrogating in the in the film she's surprised that you know the language I guess right so yeah because you if you looked at me you would think like oh he's just yeah. a regular middle America you know <laughs> white guy <laughs> yeah. you know kind of thing like and you know I mean that that's how I present but that doesn't mean that that's not you know who I am you know like that's a thing too is I wanted to have that in there as you know kind of a surprise for both the audience you know and you know the other character obviously um, because of that you know we you know, you can't assume who people are, you know, like I would have never known that you spoke French, yeah. you know, something like that. Or you well, I don't speak French. French. My family speaks French. Okay. <laughs> well, you know, okay. But you know, it's, that's the thing is like, it's, yeah. it's just a thing where I wanted people to realize that little, little yeah. tiny nugget that you don't know. Yeah, it's exactly. That's sort of like one of the underlying, uh, yeah, it's a fun film. And so in terms of, okay, so you're right. Did you write the screenplay knowing you guys are just going to go, go and make the film? Is that, it's like you're acting in it as well. You have a good role. Like what's the, is that the agenda to get you to kind of like get your everything out there and kind of like quick scene, quick film? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was something that like, you know, I, I, I first started this wanting to, you know, be able to do that, you know, kind of like just hint to the world that you can add more languages in TV that, you know, people speak every day, whether it's just with their family members and, you know, you don't have to make it unrealistic, you know, but, you know, uh, but that, you know, people speak these multiple languages and they can be in TV and it won't distract you, you know, like you can watch this at first. I didn't know how to do that. So it took a while to be able to actually come up with the idea and to, you know, do it. But then once I came up, you know, got the idea, I, you know, ran with it and did a bunch of rewrites and, you know, my whole plan was, you know, to shoot it with the hope that it inspires somebody else, you know, whether it's, you know, somebody to create their own film that has that or a TV show or, you know, you know, whatever. So you're working, you're a working actor, correct? And like, sort of yeah. like, that's how you make your living. And this is kind of the next, like uh, a new thing for you in writing and directing or you're not directing, but. Yeah, I didn't direct, movies. you know, didn't direct this one. Um, I wrote and produced it. Um, I've written and produced a, a lot of stuff, but yeah, I, you know, I, I'm a you know working actor, and you know that's what you do. I mean, you kind of you're sometimes you're hired, and sometimes you hire yourself in a sense. So Stephen uh, Strobel, have you worked with him before? The gentleman who directed the film. I had worked with him on one other project, yeah. And how would you just send him the script and say, "Let's let's make this film"? Um, basically, I brought on uh, you know uh, uh, the production company first, and then you know like you know, the production company also knows him. And so we all just kind of work together. So I was going to say, in terms of the interrogation, the interrogation scene, great, great location. Like where, where was that filmed? Uh, that was filmed in LA on a, you know, film location set. Um, we rented it for, uh, you know, a quick four hours. Um, you can do that. You can, you can do like a four hour kind of uh, rental. Yeah. It depends on some have six hour minimum, some have eight hour, but a lot of them, you know, have four hour, um you know and it's it's for your shorter you know you know things or whatever like even tv shows have like shorter just like you know couple line one second 30 second scene that maybe not even as a full scene or whatever it's just a bit or a piece yeah like, did you have to change anything from the production design or is that that's like that location's just there and you can just shoot it no um it the we like you know checked out about three or four different places and 
that was the one we liked best. Um, and so we went with that one. Yeah. But no, we didn't have to change anything. Yeah. Nice. with nice. Uh, like, like uh, lighting design and, uh, and set up with using the mirror in the background and everything. So yeah, it's a, it's, 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 it's a nice professional, like put together film. So. Yeah. I wanted it to be that way because I didn't want it to distract from, you know, the actual film. I, you know, really wanted this to be something enjoyable that people could actually see on TV. So the sound, I, you know, I wanted to be good. The, you know, the lighting, I wanted to be good, um, you know, acting obviously, but it's, it's really something I didn't want to just kind of throw it together. I really wanted this one minute to be a solid minute. And what about Nina, uh, your, your, your co-star? Where'd you find her? Uh, so we put up, um, you know, listings on different casting websites. Um, and then she actually responded. She was one of a, you know, she was a, one of a few people to audition for it. Um, she auditioned, she, you know, did a great job. And so we, we chose her. Yeah, no, she was, she was fantastic. So did, yeah. did she enjoy working with you guys? Yes. Yeah, you know, she, she loved it. And uh, I hope to work with her again in the future, you know? Yeah. So how's like, so you didn't, didn't you make the one minute film and then you like, what do you, what's your, what was your plan of doing it? Just sending out the festivals, like putting it online, getting people to watch it. Yeah. I mean, like sending it to festivals and then having it available online. Um, I also, you know, use a clip of it, you know, for my own, you know, acting submissions or whatever. Um, but you know, the main goal was, you know, festivals so that different industry creatives could see it and could maybe be inspired by it, you know, cause I, I think that's, really how it all starts is, you know, it's kind of like, you know, you know, uh, TV shows, you know, like Roseanne and everything back in the day, you know, they were the first ones to, you know, say certain things or talk about certain top family topics on TV, you know, um, especially, you know, when it came to, you know, you know, birth and, you know, different, you know, menstrual cycles and things like that, that was never talked about Roseanne that was talked about, you yeah. know, and it, was big, it was a big, Ooh, type thing you know and you know now it's like now on tv we talk about almost anything but it's yeah. been a progression you know kind of thing so it's kind of the same thing you know you throw things out there inspires other people they see something else it inspires them also and you kind of get the ball rolling you know i mean it's it's how now we're getting a, you know a lot of people of a lot of different colors and you know leading movies and tv shows and they're doing amazing um and women you know women starred films where there's no, you know, no men doing amazing and which is great. Like that's exactly what we need is this, you know, like change and, you know, evolve. No, cause I was watching, I'll give you an example. I was watching this TV series called get shorty, right. Um, Ray Romano, whatever. It's actually a pretty good, pretty good show. And, yeah. and basically there's, there's a, there's a half of the cast is, is uh, Spanish. Right. And when they're talking to each other, they're talking to each other in English Mm -hmm. right which doesn't really make any sense that they would be right and and they probably because they're they're ingrained into the american culture they probably be doing as you described they'd probably be talking in and out like which, which like i give you an example from my life and you see all the time when i'm in los angeles people are, are coming in and out of spanish and english and that'd be more realistic way but i guess the producers of the show are worried about that kind of like like distracting the scene distracting the moment i guess right so yeah that's what you're getting at i guess right yeah yeah i think i think that yeah because i think it's you know it's like you said if you notice that there's a million other people that probably notice that i'm sure thing. people who are spanish are like why wouldn't they be talking in spanish yeah. <laughs> yeah especially certain things like you notice like you know like as a you know i'm a parent you know so you know when you're getting you know like you know 
you're upset with your kid or something like that. Mm -hmm. A lot of times in those moments, like your English or your, I'm sorry, your Arabic or your French yeah. or, you know, your Spanish will come out in those moments. Mm -hmm. And then you might have a conversation like this where it's all English. Yeah. But that little bit, you know, would then just kind of go, yeah, that's what life would be like, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. Because, uh, I mean, you see it all the time, you know, people, you know, people, you know, say, you know, telling their kids in Spanish to stop it or sit down, mm -hmm. you know, kind of thing. And then they go back to English. Like they didn't, like it was the same. Happens all the time. Yeah. And like my, see my daughter's next door neighbor, she hangs around with the next door neighbor and they're, they're Korean and the parents come over and they're always talking to her, to their kids out of, in and out of Korean and English. They're like, they're going back and forth, back and forth. Right. So, yeah. But the good, the, the point is that, is that people are worried that that's going to like producers and whatever movies, they're worried that that's going to distract the scene, the moment from the scene. Cause you got to go to like, to subtitles to non-subtitles you know what i mean like i've seen it before in movies but that's 100%. sort of that's the argument against it i guess right yeah and that's why half of this you know one minute thing is in arabic but it doesn't distract from you and that yeah. was like one of the main goals of this you know is i didn't want the audience to be distracted i didn't want the audience to go i don't know what's going on i wanted the audience to right away be invested i wanted the audience to like have a good time laugh you know follow the story yeah. and you know enjoy it yeah, and playing, you're playing up on on the point too, right? Meaning that that like this is what how people communicate, but it's like we're going to kind of make fun of it a little bit, I guess, right? Hundred percent. Yeah. And yeah, well performed, and uh, and you're yeah, you're a good actor. You like kind of nailed the the, the beats. Like, like you're kind of like a confident, befuddled detective, I guess, right? Yeah. 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 It was a lot of fun to play and get into character. You know, it's it's one of those things where I. I really try to have the honest, true moments um, and just let the, you know, the beats happen for themselves. Cause you know, I mean, if you write it, you know, well enough, you don't have to put anything extra. You just honestly play a guy who's frustrated or, you know, who's like, you know, proud of himself for, you know, being able to turn the tables on this, you know, this, you know, bad person or whatever. Or, yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah. And there's, there's a little bit of uh you know, some chemistry between the two of you too, I guess, right? If it was played. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I flirt with her a little bit and she yeah. shuts me down and <laughs> my feelings get hurt. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, there's, listen, like we said, there's it's 74 seconds. There's a lot going on in 74 seconds, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it, it was and it was a lot of fun to do. So what is your goal? Like we talked, like I alluded in the past, it's uh, in the, before, is like, is you, you work as an actor, you, know, you go on auditions, you get, try to get some jobs. Or do you, what would, what would your plan like be in the future? Like in an ideal world, would you want to like, like have a TV show? Would you want to direct, like direct or write, uh, produce a feature? Like what would you want to do? Um, I think nowadays, like everybody's pretty much multi-hyphenate. I mean, my I, ideal job, would be a lead on a, on a comedy. Um, that's I, ideally what I would love to do um, is go to work every day and do that. Um, but I think, you know, I really have a passion for, you know, stories like this, you know, like people of different cultures and their stories getting told, you know, so I would probably, even if I had nothing to do in the terms of acting, I would probably want to produce something or help direct something to get good stories out there that really, you know, showcase women or people of color and people of different languages, you know, um, and just kind of really make that more mainstream. But, you know, if I had to pick one thing today and I had to do it the rest of my life, it would be going every, you know, going to work every day as an actor on a comedy show. It's one of the, I was, I was listening to uh, some podcasts. I think Sherry O'Terry 
like she's from your generation from SNL. She was kind of pointing out that that for 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 actors who who do comedy, they a lot of times they have to write their own material because they have their own voice, which is interesting because it's like it's not like that for any other genre, but for comedy, they you see that a lot, right? Where you have to write your own kind of role, I guess, the role for yourself, I guess. Yeah, hundred percent. I've written a lot. Like like I said, you know, I've had you know I've had other short films that are, you know like larger than this you know you know 10 minute you know 15 minute i've had um you know like i said i have on instagram i have a you know a web series called la la land the series where it's like it's three seasons of every episode is one minute long so you don't have to like you know keep going so i literally just wrote each episode you know 10 12 episodes per season to give people, it's not La La Land, the, the movie, it's Law, like the L-A-W, like Law. L-A-W, yeah, like Law, so Law, La La Land. Words, right? Yeah, like, yeah, it's a play on that, yeah. Um, yeah, and it's, you know, so it's like, yeah, you have to really make your own material. You can't, because they need to know what your voice is. It's true. You know, a lot of people can play a dramatic lawyer who says, I object, you know, or something yeah. like that, you know, kind of thing. And it doesn't, you can have a lot of different realm with that. In terms of comedy, in order to create the conflict and the balance and the the laughs, you know, you have to have, you know, a certain character that, you know, a lot of times the writers are thinking of, yeah. um, you know, to, to meet that. So it's if you can expose yourself the most, hopefully somebody sees it and then kind of writes to that or like you fit into that, you know, square peg just enough, you know, and that's why you see a lot of comedies. You watch the, you know, the first three episodes of a comedy if you switch to season three mm. you know the first three episodes sometimes the characters are completely changed yeah. you know sometimes that you know maybe they were a little bit neurotic and now they're not and maybe they were something else and now they're neurotic you know it's it's a uh, you, you know it, i think it even happened on friends um i forget which character it was one of the female characters but she kind of shifted um, monica shifted i guess yeah monica shifted yeah yeah but uh, i was just talking to somebody who worked on on Shit's creek about this obviously um uh, another actor who wrote uh, a role for himself, but he, they, if you watch the first season in the second season, it's completely different. They, they made the, gave the characters hearts. They gave the characters, they were more selfish and more self-involved and they actually changed their characters. As you, as you said, like in the second season to make them more lovable or whatever you want to call it. Same thing happened in the office, right? Office season one to season two, completely different show, I guess. Right. Yeah. And a lot of times that just comes from the writers getting to actually know the, you know, like, the actors. Actors, like more personally, yeah. versus you know and it's not anything like it's not like it was bad writing no it's just like they want the, everybody wants this as a collective to be great yeah and so the more everybody kind of like knows each other and knows that their cadence and how they are the more they can write about it and a lot of times writers have fun and they make fun of the actual people like their their characters are like being made fun of but they're actually making fun of the real david schwimmer or you know you know whatever no, it's, yeah. it's, it is interesting. It's like, it's like, cause it's like doing a show is like starting a business. You just don't, when you start a business, it doesn't just become successful right away. It's like a process, right? So. Oh yeah. There's yeah. hundreds of shows that fail yearly, right like if, if not thousands of shows that fail yearly. Like, you and know, they reshoot now because everything's on yeah. streaming shivers. It's one of the und uh, undisclosed thing is that a lot of shows because they're doing the 13 blocks already, they get greenlit for it. A lot of shows go back and they start reshooting a lot of stuff because tone wise, it's not, it doesn't work, I guess. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They, you know, it's, it's again, it's like you said, it's a business. So you're watching it sharply and you, you know, everybody is. And um, you know, it, when you get into that groove, you get to sale, which is amazing. But 
finding that groove, you know, like you're watching everything. You're watching the tone. You're watching how audience is reacting to certain things. You're watching how it came out, your idea to the final product. And you're like, whoa, maybe that's not quite what I was thinking. Maybe we should shift it this way. So, you know, it's a creative process. It's yeah. not something that you can, you know, you have a recipe for cookies and you put it up on the <laughs> shelf and people buy it. Um, it doesn't yeah. even make it successful. If you, when yeah, you exactly. It. So it's it's definitely a creative process. And that, you know, that's the fun of it too. It's hard, but it's a lot of fun. Yeah. So tell me about, what did you think about the audience feedback video that we sent you? Um, I love the audience feedback. They actually pinpointed, you know, a lot of what I focused on, you know, like, you know, I wanted the, you know, the acting to be solid. I wanted the, you know, it to be well lit and a good production, um, you know, a good story throughout, you know, and really funny. And they really highlighted those, you know, different things. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was basically everything I was going for, they highlighted. So I love that. Yeah. Well, it's, it's a very good film and it's one minute. So Every festival you kind of submit to should you should get accepted because it's an easy film to the program. Plus, it's really well done, so uh, it should do well for yourself on the festival circuit if you wanted to. Awesome, yeah, I hope so. All right, man, thank you so much for your time. Let's talk again when you uh, make another TV series, you make another film. I'm sure we'll we'll talk again. You, uh, that was a very very well done job uh, on on the whole cast and crew for with this film. All right, thank you so much. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, Schlemiel, Schlemizel, Heisenberg Incorporated.